Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. And welcome to the Kachat. John, I was waiting for you to say hello back. I all, I all, I say hello at the beginning of almost every episode, and you, I'm not saying it to them. I'm saying it to you, man. And you never respond. Are we just gonna? Are we just gonna act like we don't talk for 15 minutes before these things? <laughs> yes, John. Live in the bit. I'm Lucas Southworth. Welcome to the Kachat, the only podcast brave enough to ask the question, hey, what's up with cars? Uh, John's also here. Hey. Yeah, he's John Bishop. Uh, and welcome to our Halloween spooktacular. That's right, folks. Today we're going to be talking about Halloween. Sure. So what's your favorite oh, part of Halloween, Lucas? The movie franchise or the holiday? Yes. Okay, I was hoping you wouldn't say the movie franchise. I've only seen one once a long time ago. The holiday is the spooky monsters and stuff. The mm-hmm. the the the, the Cooper Natural, if you will. The Cooper Natural. How long have you had that one? Well, John, if, if you look uh, at your URL here, uh, at least since before the I made our recording session. All right, fair enough. So. All Hallows, All Hallows Eve, the uh, most spooky, spooktacular time of the year. Uh, how does that? How does that car? How, you know, I was never super behind cars, but not that those cars. I I don't hate the name. How does that car for this podcast? <laughs> how does that uh, car? That could also be a good catchphrase instead of our only podcast brave enough. Uh, but anyway, how does that car? Well, I guess we're going to take the next hour or so and find out, aren't we, Johnny? Here's hoping. I mean, if the energy we've brought to the table so far uh, is any ind- indication, maybe not. <laughs> but we'll, we'll do our best, I guess. All right, all right, all right. So today, initially, we wanted to talk about, and by we, I mean me, me wanted to talk about you know what? I don't even remember. What was it yesterday? You Okay. You wanted us to pretend to be cars and talk about the ah. Disney Dixar film, Mans. Yep. And I very quickly was like, what if we did something else? And then I said, okay, but that thing that you just suggested is something we've talked about a few times. And then uh, I we sent another text for 24 eight, hours, 18 hours later. And then you were like, oh, yeah, let's uh, let's do this. And I was like, absolutely. And this is car. Soup car natural. Soup car natural. Uh, Carvin's mysteries. Uh, Cooper natural. Uh, car normal. 
like paranormal paracarmel that's better yeah all right so we wanted to talk about (laughs) spooky monsters creatures that lurk in the night and whatnot and also maybe even sam and dean maybe both of us did watch that show for a while before it well while it was bad but legitimately until they killed off a character i liked too much to be okay with it before we got fed up with it uh so i don't know we might i'm probably not gonna bring them up too much (laughs) if you're looking for advice about supernatural stop after season five yeah angels and demons were cool when it was one season but then it became all the seasons anyway uh so john we have seen evidence of the supernatural in cars before i'm talking monsters i'm talking ghosts i'm talking we haven't seen vampires but we've made we've made believe in this lovely little space we've created that there are vampires all right but we've also got examples of supernatural such as divine beings like a lightning deity named lightning mcqueen and a time-traveling, reality-warping being known as Mater. Yeah, I mean, it's all there. So I, I guess big question is, where where do we want to start? Because this is sort of a broad net we're casting, you know? that There's a decent amount of evidence and a decent amount of content. Let's, let's narrow it down. We've been sort of circling around the drain for a while now. <laughs> let's go in, you know? Let's start with a question from Liz. What scares cars? Ooh, okay. I mean, honestly, a lot of things. Yeah. I I don't have specific examples off the top of my head, uh, but they're scared a lot in these movies and shorts. Mm-hmm. Do you have specific examples? That'd probably be better than the stuff I said. Well, the question was based on the idea of the supernatural. And another follow-up question was, how do they react when they're scared? What do they do when they're scared? And uh, that may have actually been the first question. But that's it's an interesting thing because what do the lemons do because they have a lack of control over their body? They leak oil. What do humans do when they're really scared? Some of them pee themselves. Yes. Exactly. John, I'm not going to honk out the word piss and that's a line I'm drawing in the sand. All right. They, they pee pee in their pants. They piss. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, they do. And we have seen that it seems to be sort of a, a similar uh, scenario for cars, that leaking oil is sort of like pee in your pants. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, I think that's a perfectly uh, good biological response they could have for fear. Okay. I mean, there's obvious answers like, oh, they they scream, they jump up a little bit, they might shake a little bit as we've seen Mater do when he was scared. Uh, but I think the best answer is they become a lemon and pee. No, the best answer is they piss. Uh, but thank <laughs> you, John. <laughs> I'm starting to turn around on my own decision about the word piss, but we need to move on before it becomes full. Uh, See, I feel like the thing to do is you censor every time except for the first time. Hmm. No. <laughs> Okay, so they pee-pee in day pants. Uh, that's what happens when they're really scared. And now let's let's uh, talk about examples of the supernatural resulting in people being scared. Yes, uh, I think a 
big one we should talk about. Uh, there are lots of big ones we should talk about, especially uh, ones from like little cars shorts. Uh, but I guess I'll start with uh, Mater and the Ghost Light. All right. In which the Ghost Light is something they also mention in the original cars a lot. It's like, it's literally just like, uh, there's, a, there's a ghostly light that Mater is afraid of. Watch out for the ghost light. Yeah, that one doesn't turn out to be true. But if we go over to the, actually a fairly decent segue into the wiki quote of the week of the day. Uh, I'm going to say your things. I know I was in the middle of a sentence, but I know you say things. Give me that incomplete sentence of the day. <laughs> then we'll see. <laughs> Uh, that there are some paranormal things lurking around Radiator Springs uh, by going over to worldofcarsdrivein.fandom.com slash wiki slash screaming underscore banshee. So this, <laughs> uh, I don't know how to describe this, so I'll just read the bio. It doesn't do a physical description. It's a big, big, scary truck. But this is the quote. <laughs> The screaming Banshee lurks outside of Radiator Springs in Ornament Valley. The Banshee waits for anyone who wanders out alone in the darkness of night. He is rarely spotted, but is known well known through myths and legends. Nothing can make the Banshee show fear. However, he is a bit puzzled by Mater. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Lucas, can you think of any reasons why the Banshee would be puzzled by Mater? Probably all the reasons we're puzzled by Mater. Uh, you mean like the uh, the godlike abilities? Mostly the godlike abilities. I think the this bio is referring to like at the end of the the short, he shows up behind Mater, and Mater just sort of wanders off without seeing him, and that kind of confuses him. Uh, okay, but I like to think <laughs> that it's because Mater can time travel and do whatever he damn well pleases. Mm-hmm. And maybe, just maybe, it's because he's heard his music on the radio. That, you know, that is, if anything's puzzling, it's that. Yeah. All right. So we got the Screaming Banshee. We got the Ghost Light. We've got the very clear, evident, and very real Ghost of Stanley. That's we love to bring up. There's just a ghost, a full straight up ghost. Like, I guess the, the, Bans- the Screaming Banshee could just be like a messed up giant person. There is just factually a ghost at the end of the radi- the short Radiator Springs 500 and a half. Mm-hmm. And uh, bringing it back to the question from Liz, apparently just seeing a real ghost isn't scary. Which does beg the question, Mater is very clearly afraid of the ghost light uh, because the sort of point of Mater in the ghost light is he gets a lantern stuck on his hook and it freaks him out because he thinks it's the ghost light chasing him. Mm-hmm. But... They all see the ghost of Stanley and they're like, oh, yep, there he is. Yep. Wink. <laughs> nudge, is, nudge. This is normal, I guess. So there's the very clear ghost that doesn't frighten anyone. And then there's the ghost light, which frightens Mater like crazy. I, is it just because they're used to Stanley? Or is yeah, it because... One of them has like a car form and the other one's just a light. Yeah, that's those are sort of what I'm getting to myself. Like maybe it's a, you know, fear of the unknown in both. Maybe they're just real used to Stanley coming out of his (laughs) final memorial every once in a while and being like, 
I approve of what just happened. This pleases <laughs> me. I will allow the town to continue to prosper. And I will allow Lightning some freedom within his own body again for the next week. Yes. So, and and then, like, on the flip side, they don't know what the ghost light is. Uh, they call it the ghost light, but, I mean, out there in the desert where we know alien... No, I was going to say maybe they think it's, like, an alien thing, but Mater's buds with aliens. He's not afraid of aliens. He likes them. Mm-hmm. He is he like good friends with the alien. Uh, gosh. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> So Mater's friends with an alien that is True. also an eerie, uh, semi-strange form with a face and is glowing, similar to the ghost light, except, I guess, the face. Is it, is it the face that makes ghosts okay? You know, maybe it's the face that makes ghosts okay, John. Because, oh, you know? or like everything uh, like similar to the face, you know? Because the faces that we've seen of the ghosts were happy. What yeah. if that's it? What if what if cars have a very strong instinct of, if I see someone who is happy, I'm fine. So even if they see a ghost, as long as it's happy, we're good. Do you think that would apply to the real world? Lucas, if you saw a ghost okay. and it was yeah. like a pleasant face, like a, a happy, pleasant face, do you think you could keep calm? I feel like the fact that the ghost is happy about something is more unsettling than it being, you know, perturbed. I expect the ghost to be upset, but if the ghost is happy, I don't know what it's succeeded at or, you know, <laughs> what has pleased it. I can't imagine it's the same things that would make me happy, you know? See, for me, I think it's just the amount of joy on their face. If it's a little yeah. bit, it's good. If it's a lot, it's bad. If it's none at all, it's bad. There's a happy medium of you have to be a little bit happy, but not very happy. Like, I would still freak out, but if I just saw a ghost float by that was just sort of content, I guess. Again, don't get me wrong. It would freak me out a lot. But mm -hmm. I would be less afraid than, like, an angry ghost. That's fair. That's fair. Now, what if it winked at you? Better or worse? Ooh, much worse. Much worse. <laughs> I, I don't... And that, that implies either A, it knows something I don't, which I don't <laughs> love, or B, it thinks that I am, like, in on something with it. Like, I approve of something you've done, young man. And again... I don't know that my set of morals will line up with a ghosts. There might be good ghosts. Casper is a friendly ghost. It's right there in his name. Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of his whole thing. Yeah, most ghosts you see in media uh, aren't 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 nice. Hmm. Now, what about the movie Ghost? Because he's both. He's nice and not nice. He's got the romance. He holds his his lady tenderly, and he also helps to summon demons to drag a man to hell. I haven't seen Ghost. Was it a mean man? No, he was killed by a mean man, who then proceeds to try and date his lady, and then that, like, said man who killed the man and then tried to take the lady is the one who gets dragged to hell by the ghost who also tenderly holds the woman. 
No, no, I was saying, was the man who was dragged to hell a bad person? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, that cha- that that doesn't necessarily change things, but like it's, it's like spooky because vengeful spirit, but also righteous vengeance. He's okay. This is about as far off topic as we've been. Is the character is it Patrick Swayze and mm-hmm. Ghost? Is Patrick Swayze's character in Ghost DC's the Spectre? He is not, but he is. He is not but nearly he, he as has... powerful. He is not like God's spirit of vengeance, but he is able to do some weird ghost magic and then send a man to hell, kinda. <laughs> Wonder how many people listening to this know who DC's the Spectre is. Let us know in the comments. We don't have comments, but I sort of stumbled on something that I'd like to sort of circle back to a while back. I said, as a joke, they pleased Stanley so he would allow the town to remain prosperous. Mm-hmm. Do you think Radiator Springs' woes may have a bit more to do with a vengeful Stanley spirit than we've landed on before? Like pre-Lightning McQueen woes? I think it's honestly the opposite. I think that its woes are... Stanley wasn't being pleased enough, so the resources started drying up and all the badness happened. No, yeah, that's what I'm I'm saying. I I they were not something about maybe Stanley died right as the highway was being built. That seems unlikely, but Lizzie is still alive, so maybe not as unlikely as I thought. Uh so he died maybe right before the highway was being built. And maybe he was murdered because he is a ghost and unfinished <laughs> business and all that. So maybe he laid a curse on Radiator Springs that for some reason was lifted by Lightning McQueen. See, I was thinking kind of like the reverse of causality of he was there and he was making sure everything was going well. And then mm. something happened and he's like, oh, well, I'm not going to help anymore. So maybe he was angered by the highway. Yeah. As opposed to causing. Okay. So it was a combo of they didn't have patrons anymore and he wasn't helping anything also. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's something to do with Liz. Yeah. Yeah. Not not either of our significant others. (laughs) Yeah. The other Liz. (laughs) So. Maybe what it is, is that he didn't stick around because of vengeance or anything. Maybe he is a guardian spirit who stuck around to take care of her. And then the citizens of Radiator Springs, because the highway was built, they started worrying about themselves and not taking care of her enough. And because of Mm. that, he started making things worse and worse because they're not taking care of his beloved. I dig that. Yeah. I Basically, I just want... There was to be because of Stanley, because <laughs> I like that a lot. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, staying on this topic and the other ghost topic, what if uh, Lightning hadn't been able to teach those uh, rude, crude dudes a lesson, and instead Stanley had to step in and just drag them to hell? John? I would have loved that. Do you think that would have been possible? I think... My question is, does does car hell exist? One, definitely. <laughs> Just definitely. Uh, but you said that lightning taught them a lesson. 
when actually in the Radiator Springs 500 and a half, the reason that they're sort of, that the, that the arrogant people are sort of stunned into reverence of Stanley is because they go the wrong way. They go the wrong way and go through this enormous trial involving dead cars uh, and falling hundreds of feet into cactuses, etc. Because Mater's directions were very confusing. So mm-hmm. I think maybe, okay, maybe Mater's powers are derived by being sort of a patron or, or a servant of Stanley. I Have we called Mater a warlock before? I feel like we've, we've called him a sorcerer before. before. We've called okay. him a sorcerer, but I am liking the idea of there's this strange demonic presence that is his patron. I like it. And so maybe Stanley himself wouldn't have dragged them to hell Maybe Mater, with his powers that we've seen clear evidence of, after they disrespected his patron too much, he was like, okay, I got this, y'all are gone. And just as Mater tends to do in his tall tales, he uses lightning for the lesson. Are you landing on the fact that uh, Radio Springs 500 and a half is another one of Mater's tall tales? We are just not seeing it told from the future, we're seeing it in the present. And Lightning will have no memory of this in probably mere minutes after the end of it. Uh, I have to assume. Okay, well, that's upsetting. Okay, so we've talked about how motorcycles are vampires. And we've seen vampires. But what what if straight up Mater is Dracula? Well, then his son would be Retam. But that's not... (laughs) really the point uh okay tell me why you think that's true all right (laughs) because i'm not there the idea of a warlock is that you have a patron and that patron grants you powers but the idea is this is the same with dracula he got his powers in a lot of iterations by making a deal with the devil for power okay so one thing we Stanley's know about the devil. that, or maybe Stanley also made a deal with the devil. Okay. Stanley and Mater have a deal with the devil or even worse. What if Mater killed Stanley? He had to use him to seal the pact with the devil, which is why he's got unfinished business, but he can't take out his vengeance on Mater because Mater's too powerful. So really like- Stanley punishes lightning McQueen because that's the only person he can punish to hurt Mater. Similar to our theory with Pacific Rim last week, that the, the precursors do the same because they hate Mater so much. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. We, we need a good reason as to why Lightning suffers so much. Gosh, we really do. Uh, but yeah, I like the idea of both or either of them making a deal with the devil, because... I don't know. The story of how Radiator Springs was founded, if I remember right, is Stanley was wandering through the desert uh, trying to get to, like, California, probably, or something, before anything was really settled. And he was dying, if I remember right, until he stumbled on the titular Radiator Springs. Mm -hmm. We've stumbled upon water. What if 
he didn't actually stumble upon a source of water, but in his largest moment of desperation, uh, thinking he's about to die, thinking that his radiator cap business is that he thought he could do in the desert, I guess, was maybe a bad idea. So he turns to the arcane and summons the devil at a crossroads to create a spring. And in a world where everyone is cars, isn't everywhere a crossroads, you know? Absolutely. He creates it. I think maybe he... I think there were probably two deals. He wanted to survive, and then he wanted to prosper. Or maybe that was just wrapped into one deal, because both were accomplished by him him finding Radiator Springs, you know? Mm -hmm. See. And then Mater seeking the same power, seeing this unnatural success of a Radiator Cap salesman in the middle of the desert. Uses his unholy... uh scepter slash hook to rip the soul out of his body to gain his power yeah i would say looked into the same things that stanley looked into but to an even further degree because mater has powers oh boy. stanley had success and maybe powers but we don't see them i i think all right so i want to return back to the dracula thing just because of what that would make specifically lightning but going further with this okay so mater we've discussed that his hook is his like mule near it's his source of power so it is the tool he used to steal the power that was given to stanley by the devil and the reason he was able to do this is because he found the point of the crossroads where the deal was made so that he could Mm. take the power And he decided that the best thing to do was to hide it in plain sight. So he made a junkyard on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. We've had some okay explanations of Mater's powers. This is my favorite so far that we've got to. All right. And if if all of this means that the result is Mater is some sort of Dracula figure, that makes lightning his Renfield. His dark servant who is driven insane and tortured by this terrible devil pact that is forced upon him. He's not a he's not a vampire. He is some like wraith created to serve the vampire. Yeah. And John, this isn't the hugest the hugest evidence of this. But every year at Halloween in Cars Land, you know what Mater's costume is? It is, in fact, Dracul. It's a vampire. I'm look. I I googled Mater vampire costume. I'm looking through them right now. Mm-hmm. It's in it, Cars maybe too. Maybe it's just as. Yeah, I think it is. You're right. Maybe he as like sort of a cheeky sort of like nod like these mortals won't understand this. He just reverts to his true form on the spookiest of nights, All Hallows' Eve. Or maybe he doesn't have a choice. Maybe sometimes there's just, like, on All Hallows' Eve, he reverts back to his form because that's the spookiest of nights and he can't control it anymore. It's his monstrous form. The spooky energy 
is too great for him to remain in his disguised form. Which, uh, in so. Cars 2, when he's using the thing to change his form, what if when he becomes Dracula, it's not because he's using it as a disguise? What if it's just his true form showing through? Yeah, he never needed the the weird disguise device from Cars 2. Uh, he already has a disguise as mm-hmm. just a normal, uh, no one would suspect, run-down car. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot, Johnny. <laughs> all right. And with all of this, there's the idea of, okay, so some of these cars, they have this weird connection to bugs. What if in Cars 3, the one who became obsessed with having bugs thrown into his eyes, what if he's just another poor victim of a vampire in this world? Because one of the things about Renfield is that for some reason, I think he eats like cockroaches. What if what if the vampires are taking over? See, I think that's good and not a connection I would make because I don't know the original Dracula very well. I thought the direction you were going to go with that is what if this guy gets so obsessed with bugs that he starts experimenting with them? I don't remember how in Kafka's Metamorphosis the guy becomes a bug person. He just wakes up. Okay. But you know the stories where a person becomes a bug person, which is what I was trying to get to. Mm-hmm. Like the fly. The fly. That's a better one. <laughs> Except in the fly, it wasn't because of his obsession with bugs. It was a... Teleporter? Yeah, he made a teleportation device and he goes into the teleportation device and a fly goes into it with him and it mixes their DNA. So he... Oh, like over like the Bill from Pokemon, from the original Pokemon games when he turns himself into a Pokemon. Keep going. I'm glad, I'm glad you went there. That's good. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he, he teleports, his DNA becomes partially fly, and then he just becomes a human-sized fly. Except in this universe, it would be much less terrifying a transformation. He'd just become a VW Beetle with wings. Yeah, it'd just be kind of cool. Yep. Maybe even he would just have wings. Hey, John? Mm-hmm? We have seen sort of a beetle-shaped car full-sized with wings before. Not bug wings. Mm-hmm. Not bug wings, but plane wings. Yeah, another vampire. Yeah, or another bug monster. I think we could go either direction. Yeah. Or you could say, and like, weird werewolf or weradactyl. We have said. Ooh, that's... Honestly, John? Copyright that right now. It's TM, Marvel. TM, TM. It's uh, Marvel. Oh, is it? Dang it! I was very proud. I thought I was very happy with that. I don't know if weradactyl is the term they use, but there is a pterodactyl slash werewolf character. They couldn't use werewolf, so they decided to make him a pterodactyl. See the guy from like the meme panel yes. where he he says, "With this power, you could cure cancer," and he says, "I don't want to cure cancer. I want to turn people into dinosaurs." Yeah, that's him. <sighs> Good stuff. <sighs> All right, so All right. clearly he is a Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde type character. So we've got yeah. like a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen t- thing going. Do we have an invisible car? Well, John, how would we ever know that? There could be an invisible car in every single scene of this movie, and we'd never know. Uh, the answer is yes. And the answer is yes, because 
you, you can tell because we do have cars that have technology that can turn them into whatever form they want. And you okay, have to yeah. assume that invisible is one of those forms. And you have to assume that someone testing out this technology got stuck. Yeah, I'm willing to do that from cars to the weird transforming technology they gave Mater. Your early tests went wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm right there. All right. So we've got that. We've got... All right. So do we want to say the unfortunate thing that's very sad that I don't want to say that I think I should say about zombies? It's about it's about the Rusty Boys. Oh, yeah. They do sort of seem like zombies, don't they? Because... They fall like, apart. We've, we've mentioned that it's very clearly leprosy. But at the same time, like their jaw could fall off and they're perfectly fine. Clearly, clearly they're degrading in a very real and dangerous way, but somehow they're still alive. And then there's the guy who had his back broken, who was, he was perfectly fine. There's got to be some undead thing going on there. But they all seem like pretty much fine. So mm-hmm. maybe it's like a, like the warm body zombies at the end of the movie. Yeah. Or they just need love or something. It's been a minute since I've seen warm bodies. But uh, the thing is, love brings just... them back to life. So, okay. So then Rusty and Dusty Rusties have put, they clearly they've put a lot of love into Rusty's medicated bumper ointment. They found a way to harness the essence of love. And they're selling it. Man, I can't believe we got to that because I said the first zombie movie I could remember and it was Warm Bodies for some reason. Does it really bother you that that movie is Romeo and Juliet? Because it bothers me. Honestly, John, I I like it. It's like a dumb movie and I recognize that. But also, it's a fun little movie with (laughs) that's decided to be Romeo and Juliet. Uh, it's they even have a balcony scene. It's great. They they do. Okay, so okay. we've talked I've, about. I've got one. I've yep. got one. It comes from the question from Liz that I have because I also I, I'm dating a woman named Liz. John's married to a woman named Liz. They ask us questions. It's a thing. And Stanley was married to a woman named Liz, and my he's, God, he's a ghost. We got to get him on the podcast. We really do. But this one uh, is so we know that the movie Monsters Inc. exists in the Cars verse. Mm-hmm. It's shown uh, in the weird, like during the credit scenes uh, where they show like Cars versions of other movies. So they have the concept, like the classic concept of monsters. And if we assume that most of the details of the movies are consistent, then a big source for the monsters is that they come out of closets. Mm -hmm. So Liz's question is, why would cars have closets? Um. Which honestly? Uh. They're garages? But like, how, where did the, (laughs) why? Why would the uh to store their paint? Their their cars, their 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 cars. All right, what do you keep in a closet? You keep extra stuff that you're not going to use. You keep clothes. Uh, so maybe they just keep like decals in their closet. 
Yeah, I guess. And are are you saying that most closets would be like garage style since, you know, a monster would have to fit through? It's not just normal cars. Like Mike Wazowski's car is tiny, but Sully's a monster truck. Yep. Oh boy. I don't I don't know. Uh <laughs> What if in this universe they don't go inside, they just open the closet door and their gigantic face is enough? Honestly, I get that. It makes sense. If someone's gigantic face is just coming out of my closet, that's good enough. (laughs) That's that's fair enough, you know? Uh, And I I guess since it's just like a door transports them, like... In the in Monsters Inc., it's a closet door usually, but it isn't always. Like there's in Monsters University at the end, they just kind of come in through the front door at the cabin scene, mm. if I remember yeah. right. So maybe they just go through the front door and they don't have closets in this one. All right. So in the cozy, <laughs> but I do like to imagine r- real quick. I do like to imagine in Monsters Inc. They take great care right as they enter usually you know they open the door very quietly and quickly (laughs) but garage doors (laughs) (laughs) not only but i guess that's maybe just a different kind of fear if you know a monster (laughs) is going to come out a slow like being awoken in the middle of the night by a loud noise and knowing like having that tension build as it goes up and knowing that a scary thing's going to come out. Maybe that's just a different kind of slow build fear, you know? Yeah. And I have to imagine that just waking up to someone opening your front door, which is a garage and is extremely loud, that could probably cause you to scream just that, just that. You don't need to see a monster's face. You just, you've got one room and directly behind you, Someone's opening a door to it. So if they're feeling really lazy, maybe they just have a bunch of garage door openers and they don't even send the monsters through. They just go hit all the buttons. And uh, Sully is really good at it because his tires are big enough to hit a lot of buttons at once. Sure. Why not, you know? And the reason Mike becomes very special is because he can fit through doors. <laughs> it's a reverse situation, actually, this time. Mike is, is the talented one because he's just small enough to get in there. See, the whole thing in the first movie is you realize that the thing to do is to send in Mike because he harnesses more power because it's a different approach. So, like, technically he was skilled just in a different way that they didn't value at first. So they don't think that being small is a good thing until they realize that, oh, he can sneak into this person's house. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So they don't go through the big revelation of, hey, maybe we, it's kind of mean that we scare a bunch of kids. Uh, Let's make them laugh instead. They're just like, oh, no. We just send the small ones. (laughs) They'd be much better at scaring them. Yep. We've changed and kind of ruined Monsters, Inc. in the Cars universe, but I like it. Yeah, and the the spider villain man who says, I'd kidnap a hundred children before I let this company die. They're just like, yeah, I get that. 
I mean, that's we don't that's, like children. That's fair. They're they're toxic to us. Touching us would kill us. So, you know what? Get the smaller ones in there. They kidnap the small cars. They don't realize the power yeah. of laughter. They realize the power of small vehicles to kidnap small vehicles. Mater would be very good at that. I mean, how do we know that's not what he does? He's got an entire like junkyard to hide the bodies. That's how he feeds. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I mean, we've seen we've seen his his killing ground in the <laughs> Radiator Springs 500 and a half. We've seen where he stows the bodies when they decided in Radiator Springs 500 and a half be like, "Hey, here's a bunch of dead cars." Oh in boy. The woods. So so you're presupposing that in the is it 500 and a half and also the yeah. never released video those haunted graveyards are the remnants of the victims of mater i mean yeah maybe so mater accidentally sends them there maybe right after those four like uh cars who are mean leave it's not because they disrespected stanley that he you know murders them or sends them to hell (laughs) he can't have him them knowing his secrets I mean, clearly he has the ability to wipe people's minds, though, so he's probably fine. Yeah, but he also has to feed. True. Might as well two birds, one stone, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's got a great place to hide the bodies. He's got multiple. Oh, my yep. God. Okay, one more. Radiator Springs, people didn't leave. People didn't move out. Just in a small town with no one moving in anymore, the population's bound to go down. When you have a monster a feeding vampire living in the town. And all he has to do is say, Oh yeah, they said they were heading out. Yeah, like I, I there's a specific character mentioned as like the only character who can pull the asphalt machine, Bessie, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, he's been gone for twenty years. They don't say he left, I don't think. They he's been gone. Do. Oh <laughs> yeah. boy. It always got all of our. This could just be the Mater show. All of our episodes are just about Mater now. <laughs> all right, let's talk about more types of monsters we got. We've talked about ghosts. We've talked about uh, vampire warlock. We've talked about the Invisible Man. We've talked about Jekyll and Hyde. We've talked about vampire motorcycles. We've talked about werewolf motorcycles. What other types of monsters are there? There's the Frankenstein's monster. We've seen that one. Yeah, is he named very blatantly something like Frankenstein? Like, it's, like, clear, or... Like, either way, it's clearly Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster in that wrestling major skit, but... You know, I don't remember, but probably. It's probably, like, Franken-truck or something. Franken-wagon. Yeah, Dr. Doctor Franken-wagon and Dr. Franken-wagon's monster. <laughs> okay. Other supernatural beings. We've got Santa Claus. We know that. We've got the Banshee. You're not wrong. That is a supernatural being, I guess. Uh, We've got our weird train deities who have sculpted islands and mountains to look like them. We got, like, goblins? Okay. Oh, we've seen goblins. Uh, The smoke jumpers. But would we call them goblins? They're tiny and weird. They're tiny, weird, but are they mischievous? Are they hoarders? Yes. Do they do they go around just killing and stealing? Not on screen, I'll tell you that much. 
Didn't we? Okay, I think we actually said that they were creations of, I don't know, Maru. Is that his name? The the weird oh yeah, one they're Frankenstein monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Never mind then. All right. Uh, Dusty Craphopper. Yes, that is a character from the movie Planes and Planes Fire and Rescue. Please expand. He's a phoenix. He does rise from the ashes an awful lot, doesn't he? He was getting up there in age, I guess. He had damaged himself. He needed repair. So he went to where the fire was, got trapped in the fire. And then after he woke up, he was better than new. Yeah, and I mean, there's also a big moment in the first planes where he falls into the ocean and by all, by all means probably should have died there, but he's back. He's good. And he somehow the race. was even better afterwards. He, he got new well, parts. I think right after that lost his fear of flying too high, his fear of heights that this plane had. He lost his fear of heights. And at the same time, he was also given new parts that were better. Yep. I dig that. All right, so he's a phoenix. So do we have any dragons? We've talked about dragons a lot, and I never remember what we say dragons are. Gigantic skateboards. Yeah, because we did say lizards were skateboards. Did, did we decide hoverboards, like Back to the Future hoverboards were dragons since they could fly? I think so. And then I said I was worried about the fake hoverboards. And then we yeah, decided, yeah, yeah. I think, fake hoverboards were snakes. Yes, because they could blow up. Uh, <laughs> you know, like snakes. You know, like like snakes do. Uh, I mean, we have examples of giants. They're just normal vehicles that are very big. Yeah, I mean, aircraft carriers exist in this world, you know? Yeah. And they're do just have people. anything like Carthulu? Okay, now we're getting somewhere. Well, Carthulu was... John, you did introduce the idea of Carthulu in the seminal episode uh, where we played Cars D&D. So what did you imagine would happen if we did not succeed in stopping them from summoning Carthulu? All right. So you know how Transformers have some of the, like, like in the movies, there are just, like, some creatures that aren't humanoid or, like, a vehicle? It was going to be kind of like that, where it was just a large amalgamation of that, but like probably grafted onto like a submarine. Yeah, I was sort of imagining like a ever changing mass of mechanical madness, like looking Mm -hmm. at it for too long will drive you mad. Mm -hmm. So something like that. Yeah, I wanted it to be kind of based around like the idea of Hydra and this very large Hydra-esque creature but I wanted it to be aquatic base. So like submarine and then with just like bits that don't make sense on it, like kind of like tendrils, but uh, some sort of gigantic mechanical arm scoop, a wrecking ball for some reason, just just some crazy things added onto it. Yeah, I dig that. And it could be like all of the vehicles that have somehow ended up in the ocean have all gone and amalgamated into this creature. Ooh, I like that. Sort of like our ghost sailors from uh, The Search for Lightning McQueen. Yeah. Boats, The Search for McQueen, yeah. Boats like that, they're just like these old vehicles that have drowned in the Bermuda Triangle and parts that they're missing can be a part of Cthulhu. Ooh, since Cthulhu 
often has wings. Is that correct? Yes, I believe so. It could maybe have like two giant sails, maybe, on <laughs> the back. Nice. Ooh, yeah, I like that. But also like planes go missing in, in the Bermuda Triangle. So maybe like some jet turbines and stuff to give it some real oomph as well. Absolutely. For hovering. <laughs> How do we feel about like a swamp thing, creature from the Black Lagoon sort of situation? I'm guessing it would be somewhat like Banshee, but probably more based on like a hovercraft, like the yeah the weird floaty like boat, wind boat, yeah, yeah, that have the fan on the back. Mm-hmm. I could see that, but I feel like they often come out from under the water, like they live underwater a lot. I mean, so, even Swamp Thing, that's he's a he's a human being esque creature that's wrapped in these gross swamp vines. So like him coming out of the water doesn't make sense per se. So this floaty boat can still come out of the water and it make as much sense. That's true. And I, I, it makes it sort of more unnatural as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that like it doesn't choose to go on top of the water mm. and uh, is weighed down by something supernatural, you know. And it's instead dead. of necessarily vines, they could be vine like like gas pumps and whatnot that wrap around them. Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. Somehow that's more and less creepy. And if we go for at least DC's concept of Swamp Thing, whose like big thing is protecting plants, if I remember right. He is like the essence of nature. Yeah. Maybe it's, since, you know, plants are pretty unchanged, maybe it's just Swamp Thing. It's just Swamp Thing. It's just Swamp Thing. He's also there. He hates it in cars <laughs> in the cars first, but he's there. He's failed his mission a lot. <laughs> For some reason, he's not nearly as capable of fighting vehicles. I mean, it makes sense, at least to me. See, like a lot of what he does is he like will be super strong and he'll wrap things up, but super strength doesn't count as much when you're hit by a car, and it's harder to wrap up a car. Yeah. I mean, strong compared to humans is different than strong compared to cars. Yeah, it's it's something that I think about all the time with Captain America is, technically speaking, Captain America is not super strong. He's just as strong as he could be. So he is as strong as a human could be. If Captain America were to fight, I don't know, a car, he'd lose. Yeah, I think... I mean, there's plenty of evidence to the contrary. No, yeah, I, I I agree that, like, purely on paper, like, but, like, the MCU has had him, like, hold back a helicopter and hold back Thanos, who is powered by, like, three... Oh, yeah, him fighting Iron Man is a fun thing to watch, but completely ludicrous. Because you're telling me that this person who is as good as a human can be, is able to punch a suit of armor capable of withstanding a tank missile, and he is able to harm the suit of armor and not just break his fists? Not John, you're forgetting. He's got a cool shield, so... I mean, that is how he wins, admittedly. <laughs> yeah. But still... So, so point Lucas is what you're saying. <laughs> You know I've what? Yep, absolutely. This debate. You have destroyed my <laughs> arguments. 
fantastic you love to hear it it's like that video on youtube where he's like uh he's got a shield though and we can't we can't get rid of him just just shoot his legs yeah that vine (laughs) ah god i miss vine i don't know why i did that accent i was going for german and then i did not hit german at all i could (laughs) feel because because i know the vine i knew that like german was coming but it seemed like you sort of like ramped up into it as your words went as opposed to starting yeah so that's my note on your accent just shoot his legs now that's german right Now that was perfect uh speaking of german they probably have monsters krampus (laughs) that's krampus well actually you know santa claus confirmed exists so we've got so Krampus confirmed exists. Krampus. All right, Krampus, what does he do to the children who are bad? Because like, okay, obviously spooky Krampus doesn't just give them coal. Uh, spooky Krampus like but, kidnaps and assaults kids. No, yeah, fully. Uh, but even if it was just coal, coal's probably a lot more valuable in Car's world. I don't know. What would they do with it? They'd go give it to like a train or something. I mean, a lot of the trains don't run on coal in this world. You know I don't know that. <laughs> I mean, we've, no got, fair. You we've got three examples and I think two of them are electric. That's no, wait, fair. I think one is a gas operated one and then one of them is coal and one of them is electric. So one third of them are coal operated. So one third... So that means, factually, we know one-third of trains in the Carsverse are coal-operated. So go give it to one of them, and they'll give you money? Sure. <laughs> but in that world, I would imagine that that would just mean that, like, coal is money. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about how they got a bartering system. Exactly. <laughs> All You're right. making points for me here, bud. You know what? You win again. All right, so Krampus is actually really good in this world. Now let's talk about Baba Yaga. Okay, I'll let you start since I don't know much about it. All right. Uh, I'm pretty sure her uh, name means like old lady. She is a Russian witch who lives in a house that has giant chicken legs. The house has giant chicken legs and like walks around? Yep. I love it already. Keep going. Uh, She also sleeps on top of an oven and likes to fly around in a mortar and pestle. Okay, there's a lot that we have to make cars in that, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. Maybe she just has, like, a, a mobile home. Chicken legs. Yeah, it's just a mobile home. What do, What are the legs? Or, like, a... Not a mobile it's, home. Like, it's like, like just a the legs. It's just the legs, okay. I mean, nothing has legs in this universe. <laughs> it's, the, it's the big issue I'm running into. So it'd have to be wheels, do right? Do we have an example of something we think of? As a chicken. No. Got cows. And we've said horses are trailers. But I don't think we've got gotten anywhere on chickens before. Alright. So the closest thing I can think of to legs. Not feet, but legs. Would be like the suspension. Meaning... Like an axle? Like, yeah. That whole uh, thing. Which mm-hmm. maybe her house is just like a garage or a cozy cone on top of just like a hydraulic lift kit. 
Yeah, I could dig that. Works for me. And, uh, all right, so that's weird and interesting. Uh, <laughs> she flies around in a mortar and pestle. That doesn't have to change. Yeah, lots of things can fly in this universe, and she can just have a mortar and pestle, I guess. So I'm thinking that she's probably gonna be either a car or a forklift, because classic. Uh, so she's one of those two. In a mortar pestle, she likes to be on top of her oven when she sleeps. And Baba Yaga famously, like, just kidnaps and eats people. So that doesn't have to change. No, I mean, we've already established that Mater consumes the life force of people, at least. In at least one major story, she has a lot of extremely fast horses. So she's got a lot of really souped up trailers. Nice. You love it. All right. Okay. Last one I think I'm going to get to that I'm surprised we've missed for so long. There is a character named El Chupacabra mm-hmm. in this series. We have talked about it before. No, we have, but like, I don't know, it's been a while. There, There is the concept of El Chupacabra. Chupacabra means goat sucker. And there is a type of vehicle that is called a goat. There's also livestock so, in this world. Is El Chup named after the Chupacabra? Or do you think he might just be a Chupacabra? I have no way of thinking of him as being capable of, like, sucking life energy. So Mater I can do it. Say. I mean, Mater's got the hook. Yeah, okay. I'm, go- I'm gonna say, I think El Chupacabra... The weird, terrible plane from play, the first planes is just a chupacabra. That's what I'm going to say. You can say what you want. You have already have, so. Okay, fair enough. You want to end the episode? Um, sure. Okay, cool. Well, <laughs> thanks so much for listening. Uh, it means a lot that you did that. Sorry at the end there we were floundering for monsters. Uh, if you want to send us questions or something, uh, you can do so... Uh, on Twitter at the Kachat or uh, by email, uh, thekachat at gmail.com. We are still looking for other things to do for or engine stories. Uh, we also would really like to do uh, another uh, full episode of audience questions. You don't have to worry about whether we've answered them or not for those before. So just send what you got. Or, I don't know, if you just got stuff you want us to talk about, do that too. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, and tell everyone about this podcast everyone everyone except for like disney pixar because yeah yeah i bet there'd be at least a few people who would be like oh what a cool thing they're doing with this movie we these movies we've made i don't think a majority of the people who worked on cars would enjoy our podcast but i think there'd be a few i think there'd be a few yeah so tell those find out who would like it at pixar and tell them only them though we can't stress that enough be subtle be like hey what if there was a podcast named the kachat that was about this and yeah and if they respond positively then they're probably lying and still don't tell them (laughs) yeah make them sign an nda before you tell them absolutely do tell them if you need the nda just contact us at our email at the kachat, that's Twitter. Uh, yep. Uh, the kachat at gmail.com for our email. Uh, we've got a YouTube channel. 
And uh, thank you for listening. I already said literally everything you've said right there. I already plugged their socials and thanked them for listening. Um. Well, I did it again. <laughs> you sure did. Oops. And that's going to end it. <laughs> this week for us Uh, until next time i'm lucas southworth and i'm john bishop that's not when you do that uh until next time don't forget to float like a cadillac and sting like a beamer is that the right time i didn't like that very much tiny robot army